Welcome to the Meeting Your Soul podcast. I'm Farah Seifert, your host, and I'm so grateful that you're here. This podcast was designed as a way for me to share my personal story, the challenges, the things that I've overcome, and the pursuit of understanding myself on a deeper level. Also share tips and tools, things that have aided me in gaining that deeper understanding, and to find trust within my intuition. I have a degree in psychology. I have years of teaching yoga experience, as well as more spiritual texts and books that you can possibly ever imagine that someone would voluntarily read because it is a passion of mine and it's something that i am very adamant about sharing with the world because i think that we could all use a little bit of help in this journey of understanding ourselves so that we can show up as authentically and joyfully as possible in all that we do and i am extremely excited to talk about today's topic because it is something that has personally affected me for the majority of my life and is something that I think is vastly underrated in the fact that it doesn't get discussed half as much as it should for the amount of people that it affects. And that is depressive episodes or depression. I have um, struggled with multiple depressive episodes through the course of my life, and I don't know if I always knew exactly what was going on while it was occurring, and I wish I would have, because I think I would have been able to seek the help I needed to be able to actually overcome it if I would have known, and also felt comfortable and safe to be able to reach out for help. So. I'm going to go over the symptoms, some things to keep an eye out for, um, and then hopefully some resources to be able to help support someone who is struggling with this. Um, so I will share kind of the more um, psychological terms. I have a degree in psychology, so it's like I will discuss like a more uh, a textbook criteria for what depression is, um, but then I'll also share a few um, things from my own personal story as well, um, which a lot of them overlap, and that why is why I was able to identify it when it was occurring. I was actually in like an abnormal psychology class in college and I was going through or I just like probably was like wrapping up my first major depressive episode and I was like they had like the inventory of like the quiz that you're supposed to take like the psychologist can use if they have like a client that's um, maybe expressing some um, uh, depressive symptoms and I uh, took the quiz this isn't funny it's actually really sad but I took the quiz and it was like red flags all around and I was like oh shit that like that's what was going on with me I didn't even like recognize it at the time and I knew that I wasn't well you know I knew that things weren't good to say the least like things were not smooth and peachy keen um to say the least but I um didn't recognize the gravity of what was going on and um the fact that I really needed you know some outside assistance to be able to get through it and that that was um, very much the case and I, I did not seek help um, and it probably lasted longer than it should have because of that um, but I am grateful that I was able to get through to the other side and I think a lot of people just almost it becomes such a normal way for them to exist within the world that they forget what it's like to actually um, you know to feel happiness to feel true joy and that's what breaks my heart and that's actually one of the reasons why I wanted to start this podcast is because I think it's so important um, for everyone to feel genuinely fulfilled and um, content with their lives and themselves and um, when you are struggling with depression or are going through a depressive episode or you know a wide range of different mental health um, you know conditions it can be really challenging to see outside of that fog so I hope that this helps um, you maybe um, identify it within yourself or maybe even someone that's in your life that you're worried about and this kind of gives you the information and the awareness to be able to help them maybe step in to be able to lend a helping hand 
um, and recognize that it's okay um, to feel this way. There's nothing wrong with you and you know the sun will come up again tomorrow but at the same time there's steps that you can take now to be able to work towards creating a more holistic approach to your healing and that is what I'm sure I have to do for all of my clients within my coaching business um, but that also there's other tools to be able to access as well and to really find something you align with in order to um, kind of find that um, joy and that uh, life that you you deserve so, okay, so starting off, I'll get off my soapbox now. <laughs> um, so starting off with some more textbook um, changes. Well, essentially what, like, if you wanna help someone identify um, depression within someone else or even yourself, it's big shifts. So it's big changes within that person's life. And so that is, um, you know, maybe they've had extreme weight loss or they start, um, they're staying up, they're not really sleeping, they're always awake. You, like, you know, you check Instagram and they're always active, you know, or even, you know, in the wee hours of the morning, um, someone who maybe, you know, used to maybe have a beer every once in a while is now drinking heavily, um, is blacking out, having kind of these, again, big changes. And I actually, I, so I used to work for Teen Link, which is a suicide prevention um, presentation that is taught all around King County. Um, and they also have a teen helpline, which I was a supervisor for for many years. So these are also things that we're teaching out in the county level to be able to help identify depression and suicide. Um, a lot of those can go hand in hand when someone starts to feel really hopeless and like they're never, their pain's never going to end is usually where they start looking for solutions to be able to end the turmoil that they're experiencing within their souls and within their hearts and within their minds. So a lot of these can overlap, but I'm just going to stick to um, depressive um, symptoms um, just because that's what this episode's about. But if you are struggling with feelings of suicidal ideation or are considering um, taking your own life, um, I really encourage you to seek out um, some help to be able to reach out to 1-800-CRISIS-LINE or um, you know, a teen helpline if you're um, and you're under 18. Um, they you know will help people that are older too. It's anonymous, so it kind of crosses a wider boundary of ages, but um, there are resources out there. There are people that um, want to help and, you know, they don't need you. They don't need anything from you. Um, they're just there to listen. And I think sometimes we forget the power of just being able to share our story and to actually have someone validate the um, pain that we're experiencing within ourselves. So that is, so the main thing is big changes. So uh, I think that can come up in a lot of different areas of someone's life. Um, so just being, you know, if you know them well and, you know, a few of these are coming up, two to three typically is what we kind of lean towards, um, then that's a time to step in and to be able to help someone out. And I think even within your own life, if you're noticing that these big things, things that you still love to do and you just aren't doing it anymore, like you have no energy to do it. Um, voicing feelings of hopelessness, of helplessness, is this ever going to get better? Like, I feel like it's never going to change. I'm never going to be happy. Like, those types of thoughts that are streaming within your mind, even if no one else is hearing them, can be great indications that something deeper is going on. Um, and just to be able to recognize it, to shine light on it, and to be honest with yourself about it, I think is extremely important because that's going to be that first step in order for you to be able to make that shift, that change, in order to take move in the direction of creating a life that you actually enjoy because it is possible and i think that that's what was always hardest for me sometimes i'd just be in this really dark place and it's like things are never going to get better this is always always going to be um but in actuality you know there's always going to be peaks and valleys of life um 
and it's all about how we address them, how do we tackle them, how do we overcome the darker moments um, that really builds character and helps us kind of, you know, move through the motions to get through the mud. So big shifts all around. I'm going to specifically state some more like textbook um, changes, but these, I would say it can be cover a broad range of areas, behavioral patterns, thought patterns within someone's life. But, um, and so don't feel like if it's not one of these things listed that it's not real. So these are few. I'm reading straight from like the like psych textbooks because I want to make sure to like cover all of them. Feelings of sadness, emptiness, hopelessness, angry outbursts, irritable feelings of frustration. Um, loss of interest or activities that you were doing before, a lot of things I've already talked about, sleep disturbances, insomnia, or sleeping a lot, sleeping heavily, um, you know, sleeping 12, 14 hours a day, every day, never feeling energized, really feeling a lack of energy, lethargy, all of that can be also an indication of depression. Reduced appetites or um, weight gain, weight loss. Again, we're always leaning one way or the other because everyone has different coping skills. So it's usually once a person or you know yourself starts leaning really hard on a few coping skills that they actually start to turn unhealthy and that they're actually more detrimental to our health than useful and constructive for our um, mental well-being. Um, slowed um, thinking or thought patterns or movements, almost like not being able to like truly like process the things. Memory loss can sometimes be the case as well. Kind of having these moments like where you feel stuck, like even mentally, like I can't process, I can't make decisions. I just like I'm overwhelmed by everything or even hyper focusing, like almost paying attention to nothing else and zeroing in just on the things that like maybe are bringing them joy or it's like I can't think about anything else because like I'm having a hard enough time just focusing on this alone. And so I'm going to hyper focus on this so I don't have to think about anything else going on in my life. Um, there's also feelings of, um, you know, unexplained aches and pains that can be a major thing as well. Um, or I was going to think about something else, but I think that all around, like, or if someone was really into school and they had really good grades and now suddenly they don't give a shit and they're not like fucking around and they don't care at all, um, can be an indication that something is going on within them internally that they're not really voicing out loud. Um, or even within yourself, like if you love to have, you know, create art in some way and then you just have completely vanished from that or your friend groups or socially or you're really isolating yourself um, or you're constantly busy and you're never like able to even give yourself the time and energy um, because you're constantly kind of expelling all of that to the world around you can also be an indication that something more is going on. So those are a few kind of um, more highlighted items that can be behavioral shifts or thought patterns, um, changes within someone that's going through a depressive episode. But again, this can be a broad range. It's whatever big changes for you, you know yourself best. Um, so recognize that um, and respect kind of however you're feeling, honor whatever your truth is. And if you are experiencing any of these things and they are hindering you from really operating um, on a day-to-day -day level, I would say to really seek out um, some help, to reach out um, to maybe a friend, a family member, let them know that you're feeling this way, um, give these specific indications of what's going on, these changes that you're experiencing within yourself, and the fact that you really do want to... Um, you don't want to feel this way anymore. And I, I, I think that's the misconception about people that feel depressed. They're like, well, if you wanted to feel better, you would just change. And I think that that's 
what's heartbreaking because sometimes you don't have the energy, you don't have the capacity to do that on your own and you just can't. And um, people believe that, you know, you're broken in some way and you're not. And you just have to believe in your worth to know that you deserve more than that and that it's possible. And that's going to be what helps get you out of whatever's going on. And reaching out for help, communicating this to the people that surround you applies accountability. It gives someone there to be a listening ear. And maybe that's finding a counselor, finding an online therapy is so much more prevalent than it's ever been before. To be able to have someone that is specifically trained within this that can help you work through that is so beneficial to be able to just have a network, a support around you because um, you don't have to do it on your own. You can, you can have a, a better life. So I hope this was useful. You can go over, you know, the different symptoms, um, really just reaching out for help. And from there, you know, I personally, I, I've been in therapy before, I've had coaches before, I've done a lot of different ways, but what's helped me most is the really established self-care rituals, things that help support me and my well-being. I know what I need to do for myself in order to be balanced. Um, and so I think incorporating those, learning what your coping skills are, what, you know, how do you handle stress? And what are, you know, a wide range of those so that you can pull in different things at different times because, um, you know, I always practiced yoga, but right after giving birth, I couldn't move. I could barely even walk. And so doing yoga wasn't an option for me at that time. So I need to incorporate different things, meditation, um, just breathing, just being outside, laying in the grass outside does wonders for me, grounding, <laughs> um, being in nature. There's so many different ways for you to be able to find connection to your heart, to your soul, um, to be able to open up your mind and your heart to the divine, um, even just having a connection to God, universe, it's some kind of spiritual force within your life, um, recognizing that this life experience is so much bigger than what's going on right in front of us um can it open us up to possibilities open us up to um joy to love and i think that that's the root of it you know finding that love within your life and whatever that means for you um you know if that's listening to music dancing um being you know photography um if it's you know spending time with others volunteering whatever it is for you ground into those things Make them a priority within your life and do what make you need to to feel good. Like, I, I know that sounds so simple, but we so often don't do that. That just giving yourself permission to make yourself a priority, to make your well-being, your self-care, the focal point of when in your life, even if it's for 15 fucking minutes, like do something that makes you feel more centered, more grounded, more heart connected, so that you can remember that who you are and what matters, what's important to you. And, and that way we can serve, we can give more to others when we fill up our own cup. And that's a generic saying that gets said all the time, but it's so fucking true. And what are you doing to fill up your cup? Make that a priority, make that a part of your life, your day in and day out that even if it's one to two things, all my self-care rituals take less than an hour a day. But I know that I have to do those in order to serve myself best. And I hope that this kind of opens your eyes to what that means for you. And I will definitely share an episode about establishing self-care rituals and how we can incorporate those into your life um, from a place of abundance of, you know, we have enough and we just want to keep cultivating the sense of connection, of 
happiness, of um, creation, of creativity, of this flow and um, confidence so that we can be the best versions of ourselves in all that we do. Thank you so much for joining me and um, feel free to plug in any comments, questions that you have about this topic. And yeah, if you are interested in finding a coach or someone who help, you know, can help work through some of these things in a really constructive way, um, that is my specialty. So I'm leaning more into the um, realm of helping and serving other people that are struggling with depression, that are serving, you know, kind of having difficulties with their mental health in order for them to feel more complete. Um, on a mind, body, and spirit level. So um, visit my website, Coaching with Farah, if you have any questions or reach out to me directly. would love to be able to chat more. Namaste. Talk to you soon.